we uh, can we segue into my favorite film of the year? Yes, let's do it. Uh, Jojo Rabbit. Did both of you? Did both of you see Jojo Rabbit? I did see it. And this is one of those where I I wake up every morning and I kick myself because Taika Waititi is arguably my favorite director existing right now wow. and and being active and creating work. Um, I love the whole New Zealand vibe. Like when it started. When it started back with Flight of the Concords in like two thousand, oh Concords. my god, that style of humor so yeah. dry. And and um, uh, another great example is Thor Ragnarok, right? I'm just I'm feeding off of this and building up too. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it and I hate myself. Oh, for you didn't it. see it. I didn't see it. I, I haven't seen okay, it. Okay, well that's I interesting. I, Let's I talk about it. I wanted to specifically yeah. talk about like I, I saw this movie and absolutely loved it. And when I looked up some reviews and listened to sort of some other podcasts like critiquing it and stuff, mm. there was a lot of heat for it. And that's interesting. I th- yeah, I thought in, that was in really what interesting way? too because I th- people have an issue with comedy about serious issues on principle. Okay. And I think that's such an interesting thing because yes. I don't think comedy necessarily means that you think the subject is funny. Absolutely yeah. not. Like absolutely not. Comedy mm. is such like an incredible thing that we've been given because mm-hmm. the best comedy makes you look at yourself and yes. makes you look at the world around you. God bless. Like you exactly. don't yep. look you mm-hmm. don't look at this movie and say, oh, I think the Holocaust is so funny and I think that Hitler <laughs> is hilarious and we don't take it. No, like that's not what this movie is trying to no. do. It's like I listen to this podcast called My Favorite Murder mm. and even some of the reviews on that are like, my favorite murder, but murder is terrible. Yeah, like, yeah. yes, murder is terrible, but the world around us is crazy. Yeah. And sometimes we have to laugh about that. Yes. And yeah. also, I think, like in regards to Jojo Rabbit, I think comedy also, like, you're laughing until you're not. Yes. And I think that when you, it's sort of like, intensifies those moments where you're not laughing. Yeah. If that makes any yes. sense. A hundred and fifty percent. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't wanna I don't wanna Like it um, makes you lean in. Yes. I was just gonna say I don't wanna detract, but a few things just in relation to that. Cause again I did not see it and I really hate the fact that I didn't see it. At the same time, here's my argument in relation to that, if that's what people are saying. then you're missing the whole point of comedy. Yes. Um, yes. If we boil it down to, okay, uh, uh, William Shakespeare. Mm -hmm. Shakespeare had... Billy Shakes. Billy Shakes. My buddy Billy. Uh, Mm -hmm. Billy Shakes had tragedies and comedies Mm -hmm. and histories, okay? The line that gets walked between what is considered a tragedy and what is considered a comedy is so incredibly fine in the sense that I will often find myself laughing out loud at a certain production of Hamlet. Because in my opinion, and again, you know, if I love what you said in relation to if we can't laugh at it, then we can't acknowledge it. And, it, you know, uh, the classic adage in relation to theater is holding the mirror back up to the audience exactly. to show them. Exactly. Right. If we're going from that perspective, then <laughs> one thing that uh, my dad always used to say, and I actually say now a lot, is, uh, well, if I don't laugh, I'll cry. Yep. Yeah. And when things really do get terrible... You have two places to go with it. You either laugh or you cry. A perfect example is like the uh, Billy Madison archetype of uh, a comedy where everything goes wrong for a certain character. Or uh, another good example would be, yeah, like 
like around that time, I think uh, uh, lots of Adam Sandler uh, uh, comedic movies are just him as an idiot doing things incorrectly. Oh, one of my favorite movies of all time, Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. I cry watching that movie every single time because there's one moment where he's going nuts and he says, we have no food, we have no water, our pets' heads are falling off, yeah. and I'm dying laughing. And he goes, he then says, sorry, I don't mean to detract. What are we doing here, Harry? Um, uh, he says, uh, I'm, sick and t- I'm sick and tired of eking my way through life. I'm sick and tired of being nobody, and I'm sick and tired of having nobody. And that hits me so hard. What happens in the next 30 seconds? Like a fart or something, and they're laughing again. Right, and you were laughing 10 seconds before. Exactly. You know, people like, oh, this comedy about Hitler isn't funny. He's playing Hitler, but a lot of people don't realize he's Jewish. And I would even argue that this movie isn't even really about the Holocaust. It's not. Because in good storytelling, the thing... It's, it's never not, the thing. It's not about mm. the thing. It's not about, it's not the, about thing. the thing. Yeah. Um, and again, not to detract, um, uh, I think a good sort of uh, a good sort of um, parallel to this is go back a couple years and take a look at uh, Inglorious Bastards. Mm. That's entirely about my not, man Fassbender. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, but yes. it's entirely about Nazi Germany. It's entirely about um, uh, not necessarily the co- the Holocaust, but it's entirely about what that was. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know, um, interestingly enough, that it's Tarantino who's back here again. Mm-hmm. But the idea being that <laughs> there's no way Quentin Tarantino sat down and wrote Inglorious Bastards and was like, Oh, I hope I don't offend anyone. Right. Oh right. yeah. That's yeah. well. That's the thing. He like doesn't care, which is like. Which, uh, this is like, uh, do we have any more thoughts about Jojo Rabbit? Because I think this might Snuffed. be a good segue that, into... I think, I think uh, that's uh, the only thing that I'd say, and I'd ask you guys for, uh, and your opinion on that, and then I think we can move on. Is yeah, just, okay. I got my Definitely. thoughts out. I really yeah. wanted to talk about the kind of comedy aspect yeah. and the critiques surrounding that. Yeah, stuff. For, yeah, for me, and again, there are a lot of movies that I think are in this category this year, but that's a snub. Uh, I think they need it. Yeah. They at least needed some form of acknowledgement. Uh, again, I haven't seen it, so what would I be w- your opinions on that? Well, I will say I do believe it was snubbed. I think it could have gone more. Um, Jojo I Rabbit? will say, yes. yeah, at least they did send uh, they did send him home with an Oscar because he did win uh, best uh, adapted screenplay. I don't know if you know oh, that. I did. Yeah. I saw okay. it. You know what? That's, that's the only Oscar. Give it up. That, that's All the right, only. That's Oscar. okay. Yep. That's, that's the only okay. Oscar. That's totally yeah. fine by me. And you know what? I, I, I've heard from everyone that it was just it was a romp. From from start to finish, it was an enjoyable. Filled my heart film. and broke it. There you go. That's that's perfect. But either way, yeah, no. Oh, what a great director! And again, very excited to see what he slates himself for next. Me too. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <clears throat> so since we talked about Tarantino a little bit, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, excellent. Do it. Um, okay. Brad Pitt, Best Supporting Actor, also won Best Production Design, which it deserved because yes. of all that detail-oriented 1969 uh, Hollywood. Yeah. But, um, you know, since you mentioned Tarantino's prior movie, Inglorious Bastards, mm-hmm. this kind of really ties into how, spoiler alerts, yep, here we he go. once again changed history. Yes. But the thing is, like, <laughs> and John Travolta even said this, and I kind of, like, agree with it. Mm. He said, he's like, yeah, I, I like it because... You know, he did the same thing with his past movie. It's mm-hmm. like, not let's not see what happened that we already knew. No, let's see what we should have done. Yeah, exactly. We already know what happened. We yeah. know it was tragic. Yeah. yeah. Like, give me something to yeah. some something to chew on. Give me something to, to chew about. on. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. And I love old Hollywood. So like, mm. this was just so much fun for me to watch. Oh. And yes. I'm not even normally a big Tarantino fan, so I wasn't like super pumped to watch this movie. Sure, sure. And as soon as I turned it on, I was like. 
strap myself in, yeah, like I'm yeah. ready. And I feel like maybe my opinion of this movie is like swayed because Brad Pitt is just so hunky. Well, in so this is, movie that like so I feel like it's swaying my opinion. Well, like so, I wanted so, okay. his neck to okay. win an Oscar. Well, here's, 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 well, here's the thing. You, you can't. I mean, I only say this because Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio is my number one man crush in the world. Oh, so God you bless. can't take anything Dad away from for him days. either. But like, um, I thought Brad but, blew him out of the water in the uh, looks department. I, no, I think he probably, especially he in the body department. He is 56 years because, old. Yeah, he has yeah. a well, fine wine. That but even is shows insane to me. It even shows <laughs> he's not been kind to himself. But it even shows though it's very historically accurate because mm. actually in Hollywood around the, that time because yeah. uh, Pitt's about 10 years older than DiCaprio and yep. they actually would be paired up with stunt actors about 10 years older than them. Right. You gotta watch it right to the finish in mm. classic Tarantino fashion what you think is going to happen does not and I gotta be 100% honest this rivals my favorite movie for the year. I mean like yeah. I, uh, Joker was fantastic but this, I, from the second it started to the second it finished, I just wanted more. I, I wanted it as too. much as I, know, I could. Which is it was crazy so for yeah. such a long movie. But, like, I love that scene where um, Margot Robbie as Sharon Tate is, like, sitting in the theater Oh, watching and she's watching herself. her own movie? Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. so lovely, and I don't even oh, know why. All the feels. Yeah. All the feels. And then you get every sort of quintessential Tarantino bit after that, though. It's like there's moments of, uh, like... And and I don't think it's a snub that Leo didn't win for best actor. To be honest, um, I agree. I wasn't expecting him. To. I wasn't expecting. No. Him I don't think to he either. was expecting to. I think no. he was just sitting here, he's there. Enjoy he's like, his yeah, evening. I'm just, yeah. I'm just yeah. Here. But but in relation to that, like man, uh, uh, if we're really talking about this idea of walking a fine line between this idea of uh, a, a drama and comedy. The weird ticks that he had, like he kept like you know tweaking his eye a little bit and like snuffing in and. It, it, I thought everything was so calculated. Everything was specific. And to tie back around to our buddy Brad Pitt, and we've talked about My this. Man. All mm. three of us have talked about this. This is the year of Brad Pitt. This this yes. is the year yes. of and, Brad Pitt. And I'm, it's a cultural moment, and I'm here to witness it. Yep, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Come on, man. He's so comfortable. Yeah. And he's That's... so Brad Pitt. And at every turn, every one-liner, every look... Um, you know, uh, I, I again, I, I agree with Nicole in the sense that it, it's just great to see him yes. on film and he's weathered, but at the same time, he's still got that glint in his oh, eyes, he's got, he's got, got that spark yeah. to he's got it. it. And I know? also felt like I was going to get secondhand smoke just <laughs> watching this film. Just throwing that out there. That so, very much, very, very yes. great, very great in its production value, though, I will say that. But this is one of those where. Even Quentin Tarantino, of all people, is not necessarily hitting things on the nose, but he's being so clever to put all of these production aspects into the time period of what this film is. It's so glitzy. It's so colorful. It's so specific. Um, and again, the music is what really hit me is that I was there immediately. And every time I would listen to those songs, I now cannot listen to those songs without thinking to myself, mm. I'm Cliff Booth rolling in my whip right now, like, you That's know, going awesome. to pick up so, Rick or you know, <laughs> something like that. But like, I don't know, what's the song where mm. like uh, Brad Pitt out, because this is one of the best scenes in the movie, yeah. I think, when he's like walking over to his car and he sees the knife, and he's like, that's not my car. This is my boss's car. Yeah. Lucky if he's got a spare. Yeah. Fix it. Right. And oh, he's just, like, he's just oh, beating I, up the 
and I'm and I'm like, forget- whenever I hear that song, I always just think just yeah. seeing his like jeans and his boots just walk. Well, and again, and, like, and again, <laughs> I think again, I think we're on the same exact page because let's put it this way: I don't know specifically the name, but at the same time, in my opinion, I'm just like thinking of that particular scene. I'm just like. No, no hair out of place is the way I look at it. Is mm. that it's just everything is exactly where it needs to be. The casting was brilliant. Um, again, I don't know. I don't understand the folks who get dismayed by the fact that it changes history. I don't mm. care because know, he does it's, it it's so extremately well. Yeah, it's, it's a, a movie. movie. Exactly. It's a movie. It's, supposed to, it's fictional. Yeah, it's and, 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 and it kind of reminds me of Get Out a little bit when they have the yeah. alternative ending. That's maybe like. Obviously, this isn't history, but sure. like, they have the alternative ending that's kind of like maybe more realistic or right. like what it should have been. Unfortunately, but, that is history. It shouldn't be, but that's basically yeah, right, like, right, right, right. Yeah, not, I, not not for the character of Chris Washington. Sure, but but um, you know, it's the others. ending that Jordan yeah, Peele yeah. could have given us, but he gave us something freaking awesome. Yes, mm. exactly. And to tie back around to the opening conversation that we had, that is an individual who is acknowledged for his great work by the Academy. When we're talking about Jordan Peele, sorry to cut that. No, it's, cut no, that no, 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 that's we gotta Scott. Get to, to I love it. Movies, but, um, I had watched Parasite <laughs> and then my, my sister had watched Parasite with her husband yes, and she called me after this. and she said, I really wanted to have like a Get Out style ending. Mm, okay. And I was like, that's a did, great actually. point, yeah. but it kind of didn't. All right, so this is one where I will say, and this is this one, this one, and Jojo Rabbit are. Uh, I I feel like I'm the worst uh, film goer in all time because these are two that I really wanted to oh, see. Oh, you didn't see Parasite. I did not. Oh, see okay, Parasite. okay. So, but but that being said, I don't know how much we should spoil for you. Well, like, let, well, so, let's, yeah, we probably yeah. shouldn't. Well, so we'll just touch on it briefly. Yeah, I was gonna say, let's put it this way: discuss as you will. At the same time, it's like I will end up going to see it, so right, it's, exactly. it's fine. It's fine. I already feel like I have an understanding of. I mean, the movie was a wild ride. You know what I mean? And it didn't let you off till the very last stop. That's what I heard. That's what people loved about it. That's what I loved about it. It was fun to watch. And Bong Joon-ho is an angel. His speech last (laughs) night in perfect English, I will drink until next morning. It was absolutely Iconic. Yeah, that was fantastic. One thing I loved, I also loved his first, because he won for Best Original Screenplay, him and his uh, co-writer Han Jin uh, Woo. Um, Bong Joon-ho, I don't know how much English he speaks. He speaks a little. In interviews, he like... I think he bounces back and forth in between. I've seen that. I think he understands it and can actually speak it decently, but he doesn't feel comfortable talking. So he usually has an interpreter, which I understand. I'm like, that's great. I I I respect that. I was even kind of glad about that. Sure. Like I loved how like he got up and because I never heard him say use any English before. Mm -hmm. I was looking for it a few days before. But when he wins the uh, best original screenplay Oscar, he, he just says, "Thank you." Great honor. I'm like, yeah, this is great. I, this guy's adorable. Well, compare that to Joaquin Phoenix's speech about uh, inseminating like, cows. Ooh, before, ooh, before we lose this, though, uh, just to tie back around yeah, yeah. Brad Pitt's acceptance speech, fantastic. Agreed. Warm, warm my heart, and more importantly from that end, I was like, yeah, this is your year, buddy. You were just firing on all cylinders. Either way, back to, uh, back to our buddy Bong. Yeah, I loved his acceptances in the sense that he... You know, again, whether it's a, a language barrier or not, there is a seer, uh, a, a, a sense of sincerity, a oh, sense of a humility yes. Yes. that comes from. And again, maybe that's cultural, too. But in my opinion, I'm just like, God bless you, sir. We need more of you. Oh, to, to Can create. we clone yes. Bong yeah. please? As, as far as his as far as um, there's like a lot I want to say about him. Now. Sure. As far as like 
him being so humble. The best example, I think, is his director acceptance speech because this yeah. is all interpreted. But um, he's first said, like, after I won Best Foreign Picture, I was not expecting to be up here again. I thought yep. I could start to relax. That's humble right there. Then yep. he repeated a quote. I forget the quote, but it was the a Martin Scorsese. The most is the most yeah. creative. That's yeah. what he said? Yeah. And Love it. It was a quote. Oh, wow. It was a quote. That's awesome. Isn't that amazing? I'm literally and writing that down right do now. It. Yeah, and keep going. That was the Scorsese quote, right? Yep. He didn't say this last night, but I heard him say this in an interview. I think I read an IMDb trivia. Someone asked him about Parasite. Mm. Like, do you think this will be, do you think this is your best film? Mm. You know what he did? He shrugged and said, oh, hopefully the, the next one will be the best, hopefully. That, like, even there, like, it's so humble, friend. but like, he's such like a creative genius that yeah. like, he's made one of the most critically, the first movie, Parasite is the first movie to be a foreign language film to ever win Best Picture after yes. 92 years. Yes, yeah. And he was, he's so, he's made a masterpiece, one of the greatest films made in decades. Yes. And he's still so humble and he still wants to like, improve grow, yeah. and grow that well, and is again, so huge I think well I completely agree because again the, the thought I have is with all of these heavy hitters that we have lined up this year who have done such fantastic work the question becomes where where do you go next and uh, yeah, especially in relation to somebody like Bong Joon-ho uh, Joon who is yeah again so humble uh, but at the same time so creative yeah. and um, I will say that again uh, having not seen it from what I've gained from everyone else's perspective to uh, who has seen it yeah this uh, is fully outright the best picture and yeah. and you know what's funny is uh, um, and, and I don't want to rush into this but I think in relation to having this conversation, we should talk about 1917. Yes. Because, let's put it this way, that is your quintessential, if we are going by sort of the cookie-cutter, uh, uh, stereotypical, best picture Oscar nomination, that's it. That makes that sense exactly. to me, yeah. yeah. I so didn't see the film, but that makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've, said to, I've said to a couple of people before, or I've heard, rather, that people are like, oh, isn't 1917 just the World War One version of Saving Private Ryan? It's like, and, no. me be, and me being like, no, it's not. I, I was so. in tears by the end of this movie. I'm, yeah. I'm not even kidding you. In tears, because again, I thought, really, um, I'm spacing on his name, the lead guy who they followed throughout uh, the whole thing. George, uh, his name's George McKay. Okay, the actor. George McKay, okay. So again, artfully done uh, from Sam Mendes' perspective. And it, come on, the dude's a powerhouse. Like, as yes. far as a filmmaker, he, he really, really is. is. Yes. He really is fantastic. This was a more straight-line vision film, 1917. Yes. Was it done brilliantly? Absolutely. And mm -hmm. it won Best Dramatic at uh, the Golden Globes, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. At the same time... The, uh, forward thinking, a new film with new ideas, new blood is Bong Joon-ho, is Parasite. Mm -hmm. So then again, it's just like, uh, you know, the Academy, in my opinion, needs to get their poop in a group and figure out what it is we're trying to honor yeah. here, mm -hmm. ultimately, yeah, is sort of my agree. thing. Yeah. That's the thing, like, um, and I would agree with that, like, whenever... There was a few categories where I would have preferred something else to win, but sure. you, with... When the movies that won won, I was just like, okay, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Irishman. So the I kind of forgot it was up there. I mean, the Irishman, man. 
Okay, uh, I love Martin Scorsese. I As love do I. I love just about everything he's ever produced, and um, uh, similar love to those other, eyebrows. yeah, man, mm-hmm. lots of eyebrows. Similar to uh, let's say like a Tarantino, he's very much a style, right? Mm-hmm. A, a narrator up front For and sure. um, multiple different characters, all played by a lot of individuals that we see sort of time and time again. Again, sort of a Quentin Tarantino thing too, yeah. right? Respect it. At the same time, I thought the way you just put it now was sort of where I was at, where it's like, oh, yeah, that's nominated for stuff. Mm -hmm. And more importantly, I didn't see anything groundbreaking from anyone. It's a bad movie. Like, when they put those, um, like, sort of a freeze frame on each of the... Yeah, people this, in the mob that's this like, is shot Tony. in the head. Yeah, and I'm exactly. like, well, yeah, he was shot in the head. Does this ever work out for anybody? Nope. No. Like, <laughs> I'll say, this is the one uh, Oscar nominee, Best Picture nomination that did not take home a single Academy Award. Yeah, which year. is kind of... Hey, I love Ray I was, Romano. Which I was yeah, glad to see him in He there. was actually really he good, was. though. I do oh. say that. Yeah, no, I mean... Um, uh, we talked about this before the podcast, Scott and I did, uh, in relation to Al Pacino, where it's just like, that's a real sort of unnecessary given, in my opinion. Mm. I don't think he did anything really fantastic. Uh, did I enjoy it? Yeah, but I saw Al Pacino. Me too. I saw Al Pacino doing a, a great, um, I don't even remember his character's name now. Jimmy but, Hoffa. Yeah, doing a great Jimmy Hoffa impression. Yeah. I didn't really see anything transcendiary. Um, uh, what about... Oh, um, uh, Marriage Story. What a lovely film. A very sad, real film. And let's put it this way. This is another one that, unfortunately, I did not see, but I do know a fair amount about. Yeah, yeah. It didn't come away with um, any Oscars. No, it did. Uh, Lord <laughs> you know, Best, uh, any, uh, no. what do you call him? Lord you know. Best Supporting Actress. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> this and, is the second. You must have heard the first time, because you said earlier, you were like, yeah, I didn't get any Oscars. I was like, Laura Dern. <laughs> but, like, no one Which is weird, because that's one of my yeah. favorite awards she, of the night, yeah. well, I and she, love Laura Which she deserved. She as soon as great. I saw that first office scene with her, I was like, oh, God, she give her the Oscar There's now. There's something, really? like, give nostalgic about her for me, because I'm a Lynch head. Like, I love David Lynch films, and just, like, Remembering her in like blue velvet and just seeing her just mm-hmm. have this incredible year yeah. is just such a joy for me. And even seeing her cameo in Kimmy Schmidt, yeah. which is like my favorite thing ever. Like oh, I just love yeah, her. So I love her posture. Yeah. Like well, I love she's her so unique. Big lies. And, yes. And she's one of those actors where, again, uh, speaking from just a performative perspective rather than specifically to this film. Um, Every iteration of Lara Dern is still Lara Dern. It's the Dernissance. Mm. And again, it's like yes. if you if you like it, you love it. Yes. And if you don't, you don't. But at the same time, kudos to her for sticking to her guns and creating characters that are still faithful to what she finds to be most important. Yeah, yeah, speaking, yeah. speaking of Laura Dern, she like came back because I remember always seeing her in Jurassic Park, and then she like yeah. did the then Jurassic back Park with three. The yeah, and she was gone. Yeah, yeah, she was gone for like ten years. But I, I maybe she was raising her family or something. But Laura like, Dern. Then she just comes back and like is doing everything. everything. And I, I respect Laura Dern, Brad Pitt, just like both skyrocketing yes. this year. Just like really. I wonder if there's a picture of them from last night, like with their Oscars. Because be. if there is, I would, like want it as my phone back. Right, exactly. It's just probably. being. Like, I want to honor them so much, so. And then the, uh, if we're just sticking to best picture. The last one would be Ford versus Ferrari, which I'm the only one who saw. All right, well. So, 
Give it to yeah, us. Yeah, give it to us, Scott. Take so, it home. So, um, this is the last one I saw. This is, as I said, this is the movie that I saw when my power was out home. I was leaving work late at night. I stayed out to the theater till like 11 at night watching Which, it. Uh, kudos um, to you, man. Thank That's, you. That had to be a lot of fun. I love making, going to see a movie and endeavor. Like, if I know it's going to snow really bad, oh, mm-hmm. I'm going to the movies. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care how dangerous it is. I'm Invite me next movies. time. I'm yeah. in. But, like, one thing that I really liked is, and again, I'm sure it just happened in real life. Matt Damon and Christian Bale already knew each other before the movie started. So they didn't have to go through the whole, like, oh, well, I'm a racer. Oh, I'm building a car. Because, like, you know, it was literally they saw each other at an event. And then later on, Matt Damon drives Christian Bale's house. And it was like, hey, I want you to be my driver. And there's, like, a lot more to it, obviously. But, like... Yeah, so, the you know, a lot of time wasn't wasted with that, which I always appreciated. Especially since it was a long movie. Yes. Um, One thing, and again, real life, but I didn't really know, so I wasn't expecting this. Spoiler alert. Yeah. You guys, do you guys mind? No, it's okay. I, I and, just said it for the fans. Well, and, let, and let's put it this way. I, I will see it at some point yeah. at the same time. It, it's kind of where I'm at with Parasite right now, too, where it's just like, well, uh, I can't avoid it forever. So yeah. go ahead. Yeah, it's totally fine. So, uh, and I'm only doing this because since it happened in real life, you yep. know, again. Yeah. Uh, Christian Bale dies in the end. I enjoyed it way more than I thought I was going to, cool. but I never would have seen it if huh. it hadn't been Best Picture. Because right, it was right. literally when I saw because I forgot that was like a movie in the year. So when I saw the uh, Best Picture noms. Yeah. And that was at the top. I was, was like, like, oh, God, what? I really don't and want to watch Ford versus And that's why it's fun, you know, getting into the Oscars and stuff because you see things that you wouldn't have seen before. Yeah. True, oh. true. But, yeah, no, I, I guess the one thing that I would say is just um, uh, any snub shout-outs. We already, we already hit the, we the already Lighthouse. Hit Lighthouse, which to me is still that's the biggest. The, I think that's blasphemy. JoJo Rabbit as a whole, you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you consider Marriage Story a snub? I don't know. Like a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, but to get accurate representation, I I feel Mm. so like it was. uh, I mean, yeah, maybe a little bit snub, but like it was there, which I I feel like is important. It was there. Yeah, absolutely. This was awesome, you guys. So incredibly awesome. awesome. Oh, you got to get on the podcast again. This was so great. uh, Let's put it this way: I want to do this as often as I can, or uh, whenever you guys uh, see fit to have a weird bearded guy give his two cents. Um, uh, This was so much fun. So much fun. So thank you both, and uh, thank you all the, uh, for listening. Continue to keep listening. They do great work here. Really phenomenal Thanks. podcast. Thank you. Really phenomenal. So thank you both very much. <laughs> <laughs>